Suspend your disbelief. Let yourself be led down a path into the world of the paranormal, where ghosts, shadow people, cryptids, aliens, and all things supernatural dominate. Immerse yourself in a dimension of ominous trepidation with your hosts, Dan, Danny, and Rachel. Welcome to the Phantom Faction Podcast. Welcome to this edition of Phantom Faction Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And I'm Rachel. And uh, here we are. If you're wondering where the heck have we been? Well, we've been here. <laughs> Life gets in the way sometimes. so It does. But we are back and hopefully uh, our guests, hopefully they will regale us with uh, tales of terror and uh, paranormal mayhem. So nothing in the last while, though? My book yes. was uh, with uh, the Beyond the Fray Publishing has launched. It is now on Amazon and Kindle. So if anybody wants, uh, well, what I think is a good read, and if you're into the paranormal and like uh, the cryptid stuff and the paranormal, uh, the phantom faction type things, we've got some stories about John in there. If, if you've been a listener for a long time, then uh, there'll be some stuff about John as well, our former guest. Uh, it's called Strange Happenings, Paranormal Investigator's Story. And uh, you can find it, like I said, on Amazon and, and Kindle. That's fantastic news. I know you self-published it before mm-hmm. and now available on, uh, well, like you said, Amazon and, and uh, maybe a lot of bookstores. Are you going to be doing any signings, Dan? <laughs> well, uh, I, would, I would have to buy a ton of copies for myself. That's, <laughs> that's not the way it works, unfortunately. Uh, that, that's, I think a lot of that is, uh, you know, misconception about authors that they get all, you know, boxes and boxes of Right. books to do signings but uh and rachel you've been doing some readings what have you been up to oh just uh uh keeping on the low key but but still pretty busy got some uh, uh catching up to do with readings i've gotten a few people on my wait list but that's that's okay uh, i know people prefer face to face and it looks like we can do that shortly so that's nice <laughs> very good very yeah. good good yeah. All right, Dan. Well, you you worked a little over the uh, the break there and got ourselves a, a pair of guests. I finally found ourselves a, a pair of, I'm sure, interesting guests. Uh, we have two ladies here from Weeping Willow Paranormal, which is a very cool name, uh, and we have Cassie and Reese. Cassie and Reese, uh, welcome to the Phantom Faction, and uh, you know, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. Now, Cassie, you're the one that I contacted first. Yeah. Uh, you said that you have a lot of paranormal stories. Um, well, a bit. <laughs> and you've also investigated uh, the Beck House. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll get into that. Uh, do you want to start by just telling us who you are, how Weeping Willow Paranormal came to be, and then we'll get into it. Okay, so um, I been interested in the paranormal pretty much my whole life. I used to read all the books and all that type of things in the haunted Canada and and that type of thing. Um, And then about a couple of, but I didn't really watch anything on TV, like ghost hunters or anything. I didn't really know that really existed just because I didn't have those channels. So I was started watching YouTube. And so, um, and I realized that ghost hunting was actually a thing. Um, So that was about two years ago. And I kind of just was like watching and I became friends with a bunch of uh, the ghost, like um, paranormal investigators. And I wanted to start investigating, but the whole editing process of starting YouTube and that one, I was like, no way I can't do this. Um, and then I had a friend, he kind of pushed me into it. He's like, just do it, just start. So I'm like, I'm like, okay. 
Um, so I started last year and um, I was basically going out with my husband to different places like Old Angel Inn. And then I'm in school with Reese and I was like, Reese, do you want to come along with me? And she's like, sure. And that's how we basically started investing together. So easiest yes of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're located in Southwestern Ontario as well. Southern. Yeah. On Niagara region. Okay. Reese, you got pulled into this. Uh, you know, you said the quickest yes ever, but do you regret it? Absolutely not. It has been <laughs> so much fun. Like, do you want to come go something with me? Um, yes. Who would say no to that? <laughs> now, Cassie, you, you set up this team. You've pulled Reese in to be uh, your guinea pig, the person to lock in the basement, that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> Pretty much, no. <laughs> can you can you start by telling us uh, maybe one of your first memorable investigations, and we'll go from there? Um, probably the top of my head is probably Screaming Tunnels in Niagara Falls because that was the first one we went together, me and Reese. Yeah. I'm tripped too. That was a very long <laughs> investigation. Yeah, we did three different times we went there. Um, and each time, like the first one, we had a really weird reaction with a candle. And then the second time we went back, it was a bit more. And the third time we went back was so intense that I let, I was full body chills half the time. So uneasy. So if you guys watch, we, we do yeah. have that episode up on our channel. Yeah, but yeah, that was probably the moment from that one was when we were halfway in the tunnel. It was pitch black. We kind of look at each other. We lock eyes and then start booking it out of the tunnel because something was telling us get out. Like yeah. it was the craziest feeling. Right now, for anybody, you know, most of our listeners are in the USA. So for those who aren't familiar with the blue tunnel or, or the screaming ghost of the blue tunnel, uh, it's it's an old decommissioned uh, railroad tunnel, I believe. And, and not that one. Oh, actually. not that one. No, the screen tunnels is uh, like basically it was they say that it, there's a lot of myth around it, but basically it's part of the Bruce Trail. And it, a lot of farmers would use it for like transport underneath the railroad, like the railroad. Okay. Train tracks, this, yeah. this is the one that's not boarded up then. No, yeah, you could correct. actually access it. Yeah, we have a thing where we don't go into places that are trespassing. So, right. <laughs> so what, what happened, uh, what happened on the third visit that made you want to get the heck out of there? Just really uneasy feeling. Um, I had an experience in, during sensory depth where I, I couldn't obviously Reese couldn't see cause she's filming me, but in my, like almost like my mind's eye, it was like a face was in, like I could see like a white weird face. Um, I'm getting chills even thinking about it, but it was just so uneasy. We're, I don't know, weird. Like we didn't catch any of the EVPs until after listening back to the footage, but just the feeling of being in that tunnel, whatever was there, I don't know. It was really hard to yeah. explain. It was a very claustrophobic feeling. Yeah. Was it a male or female face? A uh, male. Okay. Now, have you talked to other paranormal investigators about uh, going in there and, or seeing what they have found? Not really, because I'm not really, like, a lot of people, I've, like, only watched a few episodes, because, like, Screen Tunnels is kind of more well-known in our area, but not, it's not really been really investigated how we've investigated it, so. Right. So, I haven't really had, I haven't really talked to anybody specifically about the Screen Tunnels. So, it's just the two of you, you know, you're, you're sitting there in the dark, yeah. you've got this, uh, this ghostly mind's eye apparition <laughs> in your, yeah. and, and you just hightailed it out of there. Like that was like the the face was like after, but like in the tunnel, I felt because I I saw Reese's face change and I started feeling very uneasy. So I think it was like a, 
like we both felt something and we booked it. And that's happened to other investigations. Both of us get the same feeling a lot. So we like we kind of play off each other. Like I can like see something's changing her face. Like we get so we work really well that way. I think together. Have so. you been back since? No, um, that we've been there. I think the last time we went there was in I want to say July or August, I believe, and that was the last time we've been there. So, but we want to go on? back. Oh, you want to go back though? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> At least you're consistent, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which what, is, what kind what kind of paranormal investigator would you be if you got you know ran out of places? I know, and the thing is, like, we went back in after we ran out, so it wasn't like we just ran off. We just kind of was like, okay, because it was like something was telling us just to like get like we don't want you here, yeah. but we went back in, and that's kind of like because there's a reason why you're feeling uneasy. I guess like it's okay to feel uneasy, I guess, because it's obviously it's a feeling that you're sensing that it's kind of giving you like the warning signs, right? So sure, and um, the best you know piece of quote-unquote equipment is is your own senses right yeah like you can have as many gadgets as you want but if something uh you know interacts with you physically or or mentally or psychically you're going to know far more or it's going to be more intense than you know some little k2 meter in your hand yeah so what attracted you to the place? Was, was it the, the myths surrounding it that you thought yeah. you got to go there? Yeah, I, for me, because I grew up in Niagara Falls. So it was always I've never been there until me and Reese went there for the very first time, just because I like I just didn't really have like the, like a lot of teenagers would go there and have party and stuff. I just never went. Um, and then there was just all this myth and there's like not a consistent story based around the screen tunnels. A lot of it's about a girl who died in the tunnel, like burning to death. And that's kind of the main myth, but there's been no, like, there's no evidence to saying that there was a farmhouse nearby. Like there's not anything solid there. So we wanted to go there to kind of see if, because it's a local legend to see if there's anything to the myth basically. And that's why we went. So Reese, have you ever had a paranormal experience like in your lifetime, your childhood, like, is that where, like where did your interests in in the the supernatural and the woo woo? So I grew again? up watching all the TV shows. Okay, <laughs> loved and, those. And but, you just thought that was a good idea? Yeah, yeah. But you know, I also had my own kind of intuitions. I think Cassie, I told you about the time it was like a couple years ago, and I was at work, and I saw this figure standing by one of my co-workers uh, desk spaces. I was a receptionist at a massage clinic and I was right by the one therapist and I saw him clear as day. Like I could describe this person to you. And so afterwards, something told me to just tell her what I saw. So I described this male figure to her and she looks at me and she goes, are you kidding? And I'm like, nope, that's, that's what I saw. And she goes, my husband's friend just passed away you described him exactly wow so that like just shivers so that was probably one time my mom also says that she's got a little poltergeist attached to her and i am always scared of specifically her side of the room constantly (laughs) won't go in her room when it's dark so i Mm. mean i definitely sense that too (laughs) and cassie Mm -hmm. anything in your childhood or uh um it's funny because like what it's in terms of the screen tunnels because of that face. I've kind of I've experienced weird things like that my whole life. Um, and I think that's probably why I've been so connected to the paranormal, just because of things that happened to me, um, like seeing things. Like I remember I woke up my parents' middle of the night one time because I had saw a face outside my bedroom window and like no one was there. 
So I've kind of always like seen things like that. And I've always just brushed it off because growing up in the church too, was like, like this is bad stuff. You know what I mean? So I've kind of, I used to like write paranormal stories. Like, like I was so involved in that sense. Um, and then I realized, like I said, like two years ago, basically it's actually a thing you can like, so that's what kind of what prompted me into just kind of just like discovering more of the paranormal world and what we can capture. So. Right. So you're a fairly new paranormal team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, you've got a few really good investigations under your belt. Um, yeah. So after the, the tunnel, where do you go from there? Um, we've been to um, uh, River, Rapids. River Rapids. Yeah. Pardon? Yeah. River Rapids in uh, it's Niagara Falls. Um, I got, I found that place for a, a random connection. Um, it's not well known for being haunted at all. Uh, they just had experience in the hotel and we went to investigate that place. I was not, cause it's like built, probably built in like the fifties. It's like not that old, like, you know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, there's been nothing, but we've caught some really weird EVP in the hallway. It sounded, uh, Reese heard it. I didn't hear it. Oh, and I'm this like, is my favorite piece of evidence. Yeah. My favorite. And I was like trying to debunk it. Cause I'm like, it wasn't my step, but it literally sounded like a, like a woo. No, yeah, it was a toy truck. And I was literally, I, I, I had to stop Cassie because she's going through it. And I'm like, did you just hear that? She goes, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I went, okay, so either we caught this on camera or I'm crazy. And I'm so glad we caught it on camera. Yeah. <laughs> so Reese, did, did you catch it with your own ear first? Yeah. And then you, oh, so it was a disembodied uh, yeah. noise and, and yeah. only you heard it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was holding the camera and it was like right beside my ear sounded like it was like right on the other side of the wall but I believe we were like one of the only people in that hotel (laughs) yeah and it was so loud when you actually hear back listen back to the audio and what was weird about that we were talking about children because we felt like there was like children there like children ghosts Um, I don't know if they're attached to the land or what um but it sound like did it sound like a a kid toy truck okay yeah it was like a Wii U yeah Danny it almost sounds like that that one uh, EVP you got when uh, you said something about, oh, are you are you a ghost there? And the guy went, woo, in your ear, like a Scooby-Doo ghost. Absolutely, yeah. That was uh, <laughs> that was out, outside in the, I believe. I'm trying to remember where that was. But, yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember which investigation it was. but it, Almost was, like it was taunting us. Like You oh, said woo. something like, can, <laughs> can you make like a ghost sa- or make a sound? And he went, woo. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, well, you know what? They're people, right? So if they had yeah. a personality uh, when they were alive, mm-hmm. why not when you're dead? So what other uh, equipment besides yourselves do you, you use uh, on your investigations? Um, so uh, we use uh, the K2 meter. Um, we have a digital recorder. I don't know if it's just a quality recorder that I bought. It's, I don't think it's sensitive enough because we never pick up any EVPs via the recorder, but we usually get our EVPs via the camera audio. Um, mm-hmm. So that's, I don't, I'm not sure. Um, but we also have REM pod, um, two of them. And we have a new one that's a music box that um, sets off by motion and it plays like a creepy music, um, which there we'll talk about the back house, but something weird happened there with that. Um, what else have we, what else do we have? We have, oh, cat, cat balls, balls, which is our back house, back house literally had every, oh, it was so cool. Anyways, the cat balls. Um, what else do we have, Reese? Grizzly. Our cameras, we have st- yeah. Cassie, what's going on with your light behind you? Yeah, keeps getting brighter and then dark. Did you, did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Like that light. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it keeps getting really bright and and like 
and then you kind of like disappear because you're illuminated so much. Oh, I didn't know. And, and then it and then it dims again. Not sure. I oh there right there. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Is it doing it in the room? No, I can't. Not I, once you turn around. The there. camera. It's just my camera. That's yeah, it must be. <laughs> it's almost like paranormal going on. I mean, my house. I have seen things. I think things pass through my house, but that's a whole well, other story. <laughs> we we do often get EVPs during our show. And we get the odd shadow person moving around behind, uh, you know, our guests. Yeah. But I don't know that. Yeah, the light just keeps getting brighter and, and then dims and then brighter and then dims. And I see you've got a skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> a full-size skeleton in your room there. We're um, in school the massage therapist. So that's why I have Well, one, it's not so. an ex-boyfriend or anything like that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. All right. So what did the... Uh... The parents, the boyfriends, the friends think of you being involved in the paranormal. Uh, well, my husband, he was initially coming out with me. He just did it for kicks because he's like, he isn't really, he's a huge mm. skeptic, um, like huge skeptic. But uh, that's why I kind of wanted to find someone else. But he kind of, like my kids love it. I have five kids and mm-hmm. they're, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my older my older kids love it uh like my two older girls um they're 13 and 11 my other kids are a little bit more creeped out just because they're a little bit younger because they're like 10 8 and 6 so and reese what's going on uh my parents aren't surprised not the weirdest thing i've done <laughs> probably won't be the weirdest thing i've ever done uh, <laughs> my boyfriend is kind of a skeptic but he he thinks it's funny he likes to joke around with it all the time so probably because it scares him that's why <laughs> <laughs> um cassie's husband need to get together and do their own spin-off show right. <laughs> that's his pitch cassie the uh the beck house is mm-hmm. notorious see my lights are are going right now rachel are you picking up on anything i i was just gonna say i there's just a lot of energy going on right now and i'm just kind of going wow like i'm not i'm not actually picking on one thing. I'm picking on several things and I'm not sure which one to focus on yet. <laughs> all my all my lights are going bonkers in my family room here. Hey, that's just our spirit fan base going, Yay! <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. back. Yeah, uh, the back house, as I was saying, is uh, notoriously haunted. Uh, it's, it is a part of, uh, I guess, local... Uh, haunted lore here in in Ontario. Um, it is a place that I've tried to get in to investigate, but I, I think that uh, it was just before COVID, and then it just kind of fell apart. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the Beck House? How you came to uh, you know be allowed access for an investigation, and let's go f- from there with uh, all the the best paranormal stories out of that place. Yeah, so basically, I was just researching locations because because we're so new, we haven't really been to a lot. Um, so I just was in that most haunted Ontario Facebook group, and someone had mentioned the Beck House as a place to you know stay at. So I was like, I'll go, I'll look into it. So they you uh, rent through um, Airbnb, and so I just contacted them. I said, Am I able to investigate? They said, Yep. Yeah. I'm like, Okay. So we booked it for Boxing Day. Oh, initially earlier in December, but then we had to reschedule to Boxing Day. I see the lights now. Um, and then, yeah, so we just went, um, and that's how we, I learned, I didn't really know anything really about the back house. Uh, some locations I kind of go in blind, not really knowing a whole lot. Um, I did do a little bit of research prior, like just before the investigation, but I just knew it was a really haunted location. People have had some weird experiences there. 
they have a guest book too that was kind of cool that we could look at and people's experiences while they were staying there too that, that kind of we looked at it that after I don't even think we really looked at it well, maybe mid midnight we started reading it but like yeah yeah that was a wonderful decision yeah that place uh, again, we want to go back and I want to go back and stay longer like we want to go for like two we only spend one, one night there I want to go back two nights like and we want to go to the museum in the town too that's connected to the back house and did you get any experiences there or oh tons um like uh, class a evp that we didn't hear in the moment but it got picked up on my camera audio clear man's voice said which way and then i use the perilous app and the perilous app uh so you hear which way and the perilous app goes east it's like it was like i got goosebumps talking about it that was like probably one of the biggest ones that stood out to me um, we had the paratunes go off. Um, Reese w- went to go downstairs and I'm sitting on the couch and we videotaped it because I caught it on my static camera. And um, and all of a sudden, so Reese leaves. Like, so it's not me. I'm on the couch in a bedroom. So there's no way I'm setting it off. And all of a sudden the paratunes goes off. And then Reese had just left. So I like, I thought she could hear me. So I'm like, I run to the door. I'm like, Reese, like the paratunes, she can't hear me. And I sit down again. And then I'm like, okay, that's weird. Uh, or no, I went to start making pizza and then it went off again as Reese walked through the door, which but they're still not connected because it's in a bedroom. So it was so weird. But then Reese, tell your experience. Yeah, I think the funniest thing about that was right before I left, we said, oh, you know, how funny would it be? How scared would you be if the pear tunes went off as soon as I left? Like right before it did. And then as I'm leaving, going down the stairs, I hear this woman say, hurry up. And I'm like, looking down the stairwell, nobody's there. I get to the floor it was coming on. I could hear the other guests in the room, but it was the muffled talking. And I heard this woman clear of day in a completely different tone of voice than these two people having a conversation. So I could rule them out as hearing it. And it almost kind of sounded like me, like a mother telling their children to hurry up. And this location had a mother with nine children. Wow. So yeah. Yeah. And then she bu- also she's busier than you, Cassie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And let me think too about that with a mother with nine children. So um her name was Amelia, but spelt the German way. So the perilous, I don't put a whole heck of a lot into the perilous just because it's an app, it's a word bank. You know what I mean? I always have it off, like I always have it on airplane mode. But the name Amelia came through, but the English spelling of Amelia, then right after it said nine and she had nine children and her name was Amelia. So like, it was very weird. Um, Mm -hmm. Like with the perilous too, I think, I don't know. It's hard to say. We've had some really good catches of the perilous that are like, like I'll ask, like say something and a name will come through it away or like screen tunnels that happened. But yeah, so that was really weird. Um, A lot of movement, um, Figures, I, in the morning, we, my cameras had all the battery. I went through like 10, 10 batteries, I think, in my static cameras and three cameras, three batteries for my main camera, which we just bought a Sony. So it's a, a better camera. Um, and the batteries last a lot longer, but it killed three batteries uh, for that. But so I was just pouring my coffee because I was making instant coffee, had the hot water pouring and a shadow like came up to me and I like startled and I, like I had to stop pouring the hot water and I'm like Reese but like we tried to debunk it we knew it wasn't Reese because she was set back but it came it was so weird too so a lot of like shadow figures there 
the sensation of being watched when we were sleeping, um, EVPs, like cat balls going up, the cat ball went off, um, which we bumped that. We tried to like, I shook the bed, like I was in the bed, I was like shaking it. So, so this sounds like a place that embraces its paranormal history mm-hmm. and advertises itself as such. Yeah. Um, and it also sounds like there might be a mix of uh, residual and intelligent uh, mm-hmm. hauntings there as well. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Reese, sounds like to me that you have what they call clear audience, um, where you can actually hear things uh, beyond type of thing. Is that what you feel? or? Yeah, sometimes. I have my moments. Like right. I wouldn't claim to be anything special, but I definitely have some moments that kind of make me step back and go, well, was that actually real? Feels good, though, when you listen back on a recorder and, and find out that it, it is what you heard. It is. It is a very good feeling. <laughs> yeah. She's our Tony. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You're not from Newfoundland, are you? No, no. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm kind of curious, where is your must event like must uh, investigate place i'm trying to think bobby mackey's i think uh we almost had an opportunity to go to bobby mackey's um back in november but then things happened so that is like by mackey's waverly hills are probably on my top um also a must that's like we're going to hinsdale house in august um we're collabing with two other uh or one other youtuber another one of our friends is going to we're going to hinsdale house um, those are, and then also Virginia city, uh, Nevada, like that whole area, like, um, it's called Mackie mansions there, Cobb mansion, uh, gold Hill hotel. Um, I have a lot of connections. Like my friends are out that way. So, and we, I was there in, um, by myself in October, we investigated the Tahoe, Hill, the Tahoe Biltmore as a, it was a paranormal event with a lot of other, um, investigators there. So, but yeah, I think for those are like, at least in our area-ish, because they're not that. It's only a six-hour drive to Bobby Mackey's. Yeah, we uh, we actually had booked Bobby Mackey's uh, for April 2019, mm-hmm. and then COVID hit <laughs> and just ruined all of our plans. So, you know what's funny about Bobby Mackey's? Though I have friends too that were supposed to go there. Their plane was late, so they couldn't even go to investigate there. Like by Mackey's has something with it. Like things that just don't work out. <laughs> like it's like mm-hmm. it stops people from going there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think the ghosts at Bobby Mackey's are just tired of people running through the restaurant or the bar and they're <laughs> just like, oh, like enough is enough. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be a thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all these places that you want to go to and some of the places that you've already been, it's, it's not a cheap, uh, it's not a cheap hobby. Nope. <laughs> you know? Like, and if you've got a regular nine to five job, it, it doesn't, it, it, it really, uh, you know, you need a lot of, a lot of time to do all these yeah. things as well. So the Beck house produced a lot of good evidence for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, EVPs, disembodied voices, REM pods, the shadow people, other investigations, anything that really stands out that made you like, oh, like, has there only been a time where you thought, you know what, maybe we shouldn't be doing this? No, I don't think no. like, even like screen tunnels. I mean, that was probably the freakiest, I would say, unsettling. Because like the back house, we just felt unsettled, but I didn't ever feel like I was in danger. Where screen right. tunnels, I felt way more on edge there. I don't know if it's just because we're outdoors. People can like, we almost got run over by four wheelers. So, like, I don't know if it was just like that, like, 
<laughs> and motorcycles like dirt bikes yeah. so I don't know if it's just like there's we're outdoors I don't know it was kind of weird but I've never felt like that I don't think at least not yet um yeah I yeah. gotta say uncomfortable but not like a ooh no this is not a good idea been attracted to any places that just keep you thinking to yourself I need to go there or you're being drawn to it anything like that yep uh, Mackey Mansion in uh, re- or it's like in uh, Nevada, uh, Virginia City area. That place because I did like a they did a fundraiser. I don't know if you ever heard of the Team Haunted Side, but they did a fundraiser for Mackey Mansion, and I was part of like was my first ever investigation. And that place we caught an EVP on the stairs, and so I think that kind of always that was my first experience with investigation, and I think that place always I love that type of like Wild West history. So that for myself like Mackey Mansion. Like, like a Virginia city kind of draws me like that's probably the biggest location for me. Um, I always thought the Kingston penitentiary would be cool. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm drawn to like the dark history places. So anything yep. that's got an asylum attached to it, I'd want to get my hands on. Um, right. So that's where I'm kind of drawn to more. Yeah. Yeah. I did the, uh, the tour when I was in Kingston a few years back, um, they they don't really allow any ghost investigations right now. Yeah. Uh, and maybe they will eventually. I don't know. But they probably will charge you like <laughs> a fortune. <laughs> yeah. But even just to do the tours and hear the stories and yeah. Uh, yeah, just the feelings you get in certain areas there is is incredible. So well worth the tour. Cassie, out of all the investigations you've done, or actually I should say because of all the investigations, um, you often see, I mean, this happens to us quite a bit. You end up taking things home with you mm-hmm. that you don't, that you don't want to follow you. Uh, is there anything that you ladies do to protect yourselves or try to protect yourselves to keep uh, attachments away? Um, for myself, I just basically set my intentions um, because growing up as a Christian to a kind of just like feel like a little prayer um, and then at, at the end of the investigation, usually I'll just say, you know, like, stay here, leave us alone kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I've not felt like I've brought anything home yet. So. I'm just going to tell you, it doesn't work. No? Okay. <laughs> no. You're going to have to be a little bit more forceful than that. Okay. So far, I've been okay, I think. so. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm the big believer in crystals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've got the crystals, sages. Yep. Yeah, right. so I'm all about that kind of protection okay well it is that mindset as well right you know like cassie might go towards the religious end of things and reese you might go to the more of the uh you know elemental earthbound stuff and i guess whatever you know it's all about your your belief and your your intent your strong intent Mm -hmm. as well any other outstanding evidence or investigations that you've had that you want to share with us is like for me, um, Old Angel Lynn uh, was probably one of my actually was my first investigation, or was it Prince of Wales? Prince of Wales was my first investigation. Um, that one I went with my husband, so it was a lot different. I find when me and Reese go places together, we tend to attract more, more evidence comes to us. I don't know if it's just the locations we've gone to or if it's just us, we something happens. Um, but the Prince of Wales, I didn't really find it as haunted as people say. Um, but oldie or the old angel in, I saw a white figure come around the corner because we were in um, a suite and it was me and my husband and I like jolted because it like a white figure like a white mask like came up and I jolted and he like looked at me because he felt the bed shake because we we're just sitting there watching TV and 
so like that old angel and hundred percent haunted we got some really weird evps there um so like even another place too is not i don't know how well known it is but waverly forest um in fort erie it was um an old amusement park it shut down in i think i believe like 1930 no in the 1930s i believe 1935 um so there's like remnants like of concrete bases of some of the rides uh, mm. i audibly heard uh evp my husband was like he's like like are you sure you're not hearing things but then we picked it up on the camera so obviously i wasn't hearing things but probably for those stand out to me quite a bit other than the ones that Reese and I have done. So mm -hmm. yeah, Niagara region has a ton of haunted mm -hmm. locations. You know, uh, there's always that little bit of a rivalry between Fergus, Ontario and, and Niagara on the Lake, Ontario mm -hmm. as being, you know, who, who gets to claim the, the mm -hmm. most haunted title. <laughs> you know, I, I seem to think it leans towards, you know, even though I live, you know, in the Fergus area, <laughs> I, it's, I think Niagara on the Lake is, is, just a little bit ahead. I, I work in Niagara on the lake, so I'd have to agree with that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you should be you should be walking up and down, handing out business cards, trying to get into all these old buildings. Yeah. Well, <laughs> actually, we might be going to my own workplace. <laughs> oh, there you so, go. Yes, my winery possibly haunted. We will find out. <laughs> have uh, have either of you found that once you started doing these investigations that you've opened opened up a bit? more and maybe have discovered some psychic or mediumship abilities yeah <laughs> um i see more um like in my house i don't, I think they just passed through i don't think i have like a lady that was in my bedroom <laughs> she had a hood on and she kind of like just looked at me and floated away i've had a, a more recently i had a i don't know if it was a young boy or a man but he was short and blonde scruffy scruffy face scruffy hair i just kind of like looked at me and then like i I, I knew I was awake too. Was it one of those sleeping things? And like, yeah, so I've had, I've seen a lot more and I've sensed a lot more. I think, I don't know if it's just, I don't know. I, I think I'm not sure. But. <laughs> well, I seem to think that we all tend to open up a bit more. Yeah. Right. We're using a different part of our brains, you know, who knows. Right. And what about you, Reese? Um, I live in a very young home, so I'm not really experiencing anything right now. I will say that I definitely had somebody following me home from the Beck house. Oh, um, you didn't tell me this. this yeah. Is, new. <laughs> is it new, Cassie? I see. I, I didn't want to admit it until he stopped watching me while I slept. But like this same presence that I felt watching me sleep in the doorway was watching me sleep in the doorway at home. And it took like three or four nights and I saged and then he kind of disappeared off. But yeah, I think something definitely followed me home and was just watching. I'm like, okay, I don't need you to though. <laughs> She's keeping secrets from you, Cassie. Yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't really gonna admit it until it was gone. <laughs> but you, you know, uh, there are things like there's so many things that have happened to all of us and people in our team uh, that you forget about mm -hmm. things like significant things. Right. Yep. And you'll be sitting there and you'll be, Oh yeah. I remember that time, like that, that thing moved or, you know, or we heard that voice, you know, disembodied voice. You just forget, you know, and then I guess it's like anything and people will think, Oh, you're full of it. You're just making it up, making it up on, on the fly now. But mm -hmm. you know, when, once you start investigating and you know, you start doing more and more of it and you're opening up to more, 
like things won't bo- things won't bother you as much either. And you'll be like, oh yeah, I remember that time that that bowl moved across the kitchen counter. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. And people that you're telling the story will look at you and go, how the hell do you forget about that? It's like, well, you know, yeah. you just do. One of those things. Yeah, it's just one of those things. <laughs> what about you, Rachel? What do you got for these girls? I saw oh. you writing some stuff down there. <laughs> I was making <laughs> notes and oh boy, I've missed doing this. It feels like it's been forever. I know it hasn't been, but oh my goodness, it does feel like forever. Um, uh, as I was sitting here, uh, Reese, I've, I'm looking at you and there's like this spiral going around your face. So I know your third eye is opening and I feel like you get like confusion with it. You're not too sure yet what it is. It is your third eye opening. So embrace that. Um, and um, I keep getting the like message that you want to visit places that you have previously been at. Previous pre- life, maybe. Yeah. I'm wondering about that, especially when you said dark things too. So I'm kind of like, Hmm, I wonder what kind of energy you have going on with you. But anyways, <laughs> um, and while I was taught, like watching the screen too, like, yeah, we've had a lot of lights going on, but I also felt a female energy surrounding both of you. It was almost like she protects both of you. So I don't know if you, you guys have, brought somebody into your team that way, but you do have some extra protection. Um, and, um, I gotta look at my notes again. Uh, Casey, uh, I, um, got, I gotta tell you the goosebumps aren't always just because you're telling us a story. Sometimes the goosebumps are maybe somebody's with you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So just, you know, think about what are these goosebumps? How do they feel like? So just kind of, um, use your gauge there and, um, something about plans, your plans are on target too. I I kept getting plans, plans are on target and you, you've like, you, you started a foundation on something new or you've, you're, you're, you're putting roots into something new. I don't know. There's something new, I feel like that you're, you're working on, um, and you got to keep that creative flow going. Okay. Does that make sense to you? It does. Yeah. Cause okay. the, our last investigation was the Beck house and that kind of like, re- we've had such good feedback from that investigation. And I think it's really solidified us as a team. And now my husband's like, I like you and Reese together. He's like, you, you don't need to bring me kind of thing. So <laughs> I really think that our, yeah. I think we are starting to really like, and dig I've in. Dived and obviously- full in. like, I, like this was like, oh yeah, fun side project. Now I'm sending her information. Hey, let's go here. Okay. I'm sending people emails now. Yeah. yeah. Reese, going back to you for a second too. Um, I'm supposed to remind you about the law of attraction and keep those positive thoughts also because it feels like you can also be a little hard on yourself at times. There you go. And <laughs> She's like, next? oh, why did you say that? Yeah, I was so sorry. I'm like, you're not the first psychic in the last little while to tell me that too. So it's just oh. kind of like, oh, things are That's solidifying. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe Cassie's new project is uh, baby number six. I don't know. No. I got to jump into there again. Sorry, Cass- Cassie. There is um, like lots of thoughts with you. Fast thoughts. Put them down though, too, because like you got lots of really good thoughts. It's just okay. they're, they're fast. They're not just your ideas. They're ideas being brought to you. Okay. Okay. That makes a lot of sense because okay. my mind. <laughs> is this like, I see, I, 
Yeah. <laughs> Cassie, you mentioned that you have a YouTube channel. Can you tell everybody what it's called and where to find you on social media if they if they want to reach out? Yeah. So uh, our channel is called Weeping Willow Paranormal. Um, we're on YouTube and also I have Instagram too um, under uh, Weeping Willow Paranormal. So basically you can find us both places. So. Yeah. And any plans to expand the team or bring try to bring a medium or a psychic on? I don't, not at the moment. I think we're going to just keep us, just the two of us. We'll collab with other people and whatnot um, or bring other people here and there because we did uh, semi-recently went to the, the old Niagara Falls jail with some just random people that we've met. But like, I think we're going to keep our team just the two of us for a while. Um, I can't really see us adding people, like as permanent people yet, at least. Oh, I think Very you cool. got to let Reese just connect and i think you'll be good (laughs) all righty cassie and reese from weeping willow paranormal go check out their youtube channel find them on instagram uh and don't forget my book strange happenings a paranormal (laughs) investigator's story find it on amazon and kindle ladies thank you so much for coming on uh hopefully you'll have uh, a ton of crazy investigations in the near future and we can have you back Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for having us so much. Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. 